We are living in a visual world, and as a brand, every image you choose has to support the message you want customers to receive. How do you do that? That's what we're going to talk about today. Okay, here's the show. Welcome to More Than A Few Words, marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is part of the digital toolbox from Roundpeg, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. And today, we're going to talk about pictures. Now, I know that sounds a little strange because this is a podcast, but hang with me. I know you're going to love the show because my guest is Jennifer Riley Simone, and Jennifer is the founder of Fresh Figs Marketing, and she's a member of the faculty at Indiana University School of Business down in Bloomington. Jennifer, welcome to the show. Thank you, Lorraine. It is an absolute pleasure to be here. Well, I always love hanging out with you. And today we're going to talk about one of my favorite subjects, which is this idea of visual communications and how it supports the written word. It's actually one of my favorite things to talk about as well, because it is part of what I teach to my students in the marketing department down in Bloomington. This idea of your images being just as important as your words. You know, there's an old saying, of course, you know, a picture is worth a thousand words. And I think too often people forget that instruction when they start shoving random images into blog posts or as social shares or in the middle of a presentation. Well, and now that social media is so focused on imagery, I think this is becoming even more of a problem that people know that they have to have a picture before everything but they're not necessarily putting a lot of thought into what message that image is saying about their brand. Absolutely. So are there a couple of key guidelines that people can use as they're evaluating and selecting images for their content? Yes, I actually have three bits of advice. Being cohesive, being professional, and making sure you're making a connection. Okay, so let's start with the first one. What do you mean by cohesive? Well, first, you have to look like your brand. So if you are selling soap, it may not really make sense for you to put a lot of trees into your imagery. I like to suggest that people take a look at all of the imagery that they are putting out from their brand and make sure that it looks like it's coming from the same company. You are speaking to a particular target market. You want to be showing them who you are and the value that you are creating, and you should be recognizable. Absolutely. There are a lot of ways to make images cohesive, whether it's consistent coloring or style of photography or the kind of images, but when they're side by side on a page, They fit together. Well, and that's exactly it. And it really starts with creating a branding guide. So you know what fonts you're going to use and the colors that you're going to use and your imagery themes, or maybe you're going to go more graphics instead. The tone that things are going to have, like those filters on Mm -hmm. Instagram, or even a color scheme behind all of your imagery or graphics. And that can even be your taglines, because many times words are put into images. That whole idea of a branding guide is so important because once you do the work one time, it's the gift that keeps on giving. It makes it so much easier when you're cranking out 10 or 15 different images. If you refer to the guide and go, oh yeah, everything's got to have blue. 
oh yeah, I only use these filters. And you don't waste a lot of time experimenting and trying because you've already sort of set the rules. Exactly. And it makes it much easier for other people to create content for you. You can have more trust in what they're going to make that's going to fit your brand because you've told them who your brand is. All right. Let's go to the second one, professionalism. Yes, professional. I am a big proponent of using a professional graphic designer. I think that most businesses feel like they are professional, right? They are real businesses doing a real thing. And I think all of your communications should reflect that. They are experts at creating visual messaging. And that is what you're creating with all of your imagery and graphics. Then once you have like maybe a template or a particular look that a graphic designer has created from you, it might be easier for your team who may not have graphic design skills to use a tool like Canva or Photoshop or Illustrator to build off of that. Mm -hmm. And then I also suggest that if you are keeping this in-house with not professional designers, that you have them read a design book. There are design principles that are based on how the human brain takes in visual communication. So if you follow those basic guidelines, you have a much better chance of getting your message through. Absolutely. You know, I am what I think people would call a production artist. If you give me a good foundation, I can go from there. And so I work with a lot of templates that our designers have created, and I'll give them a couple of ideas of what I'm looking for, and then they'll build out a template so that, again, it's all about productivity. It's about, I'm doing 30 days of LinkedIn tips. Oh my God, if I had to design each one of those from scratch, do you know how long those that would take? But with a good template, I just drop in my text and I can knock out 30 of them in just a few minutes. And so investing in that professional help up front will save you time in the long run. Absolutely. And really help support that first tenet of cohesion, where things are looking not the same, but similar and making sense to your brand. Okay. So we've got the first two. So now let's put the pieces together and talk about connection. Well, this is the whole point of your visual communication to speak to your target market. So is what you are creating connecting with the people that you would like to reach out to? Does it draw them into your brand story? Does it make sense to them? Can they see themselves in it? You can do some testing with your e-newsletters or you could A-B test even with different Uh, social media posts to see which ones get engagement. Or you could even ask some favorite clients of yours who are invested in your business to see if they might be interested in helping you out. So that whole idea of creating graphics that people will connect to and then testing it is really, I think, an important one because a lot of times business owners will pick a graphic that they like And it's a beautiful graphic, but if it doesn't work, if it doesn't draw somebody in, you got to let it go. It's really not about the story that you believe. It's the story that your target market believes. So you really want to create 
a visual communication that grabs them. It, it has nothing to do with you. Absolutely. Jennifer, this was awesome. I thoroughly enjoyed it. If people want to learn a little bit more about you, where should they go? Well, I am on LinkedIn. I also have fresh figsmarketing.com where you can learn a little bit more about my business. Jennifer, thanks again for dropping by. Thanks for having me. If you've enjoyed today's conversation, if you'd like to keep up with all of our content, be sure to look for more than a few words wherever you listen to podcasts. Listen to two. They're short. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.